I'm going to have to apologize in advance Why? Just so you know, because my button tapping skills just aren't going to be up to par as they usually are. You like, tired? People don't realize I'm actually the master button tapper here. You are. You run all the controls. Which by all the controls means that I hit play on YouTube and I turn <laughs> volumes up and down. On our mixing okay, board. Our mix- all right. You call this a mixing board? You're being very kind to this little guy right here. Oh, what is so, it really? Processor? It's just a shitty mixing board. I would, oh, oh, oh <laughs> already, see, I already told you. I'm behind. My button skills aren't good today. This is a statement intended to specify or delimit the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised and enforced by parties in a legally recognized relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. The Hey Frage podcast may not be suitable for all years. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. But at least, hey, in my defense, I got a solid 60 seconds in before I dropped the swear word today. That was perfect. So why are you feeling like you're a little behind today? Oh, no, I don't feel this way. I burnt the crap out of my hand. Oh, And so, ow. like, my fingers, I can't even feel my fingertips at this point. Like... All four of my fingers minus my thumb, my left hand, are just like burnt to shit. How did you do this? Honestly? Yeah. I was in a rush and I went to grab a pan and I just grabbed it. Ah! And here's the thing is my fingers are pretty immune to like heat at this point. Like they're not like completely. So I grabbed it for much longer than I should have. And then I was like, oh shit. And I like put it back down. And that's when I realized I've been holding it for like probably five seconds. And I was like, my fingers are. I hate that. Was this like one of those situations where the it was a hot pan or a hot plate? Oh, like it was a hot. It was a out on out on a counter, but you kind of forget that it's hot, and then you go to touch it. Uh, kind of. I was like doing. I was uh, well. I was at Curiesan last night. Okay. Right? Which uh, is where you are apprenticing. I'm or like you're staging kind of... under the chef. All right. So I like I help out there. I pretty much just do a bunch of you know. I get and help it's out. a very cool new restaurant in DC. Right. Yeah. It hasn't been open. How what? I mean, it's been open for like probably like six months now. I think. Uh, six months. And yeah. what's the theme? What's the? Um, it's kind of like. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just kind of like Asian, French, really, really beautiful Mixed. stuff, but it's okay. really nice food. I don't know. So, anyways, I just like grabbed this pan. I was like, stupid. Uh, I, yeah, it was, but it's fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Okay, can you, uh, is it burnt on both hands or do you have the. Oh, no, left see, hand? I have my right hand, so oh, this is why right. I'm still in a good mood, Sarah. Oh, I right? see. But it's my, my left hand that's burned, which unfortunately is the one that I touch all the buttons with, and also the one that. I please the ladies with. So unfortunately, I will be going solo for the next like week or so. Back to the uh, back to the drought. Back to the drought. You know, baby. You had, you had, you'd come out of that last weekend when you had hot relations. Is that now really, we're back to the is drought. That, is that, okay, is that really? Because I look at this like I look at it like drowning. You know what I mean? Just because you put your head above water for a minute doesn't mean you're not drowning still. Like you're still in the like I'm still in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, Sarah. Okay, I may have gotten a gasp of fresh air there, but I'm still in the middle of this. Hey, like, you, it's better than you could be dead. You know, it's it's coming back. You know what? Touche, Sarah. Thank you for putting it in perspective. I could be having sex or I could be dead. I'm glad I'm not dead. I'm here for you. Yeah, thank I'm here you. to keep thank it in perspective. Uh, welcome to the podcast. I'm Sarah Frazier along with Sammy Kay. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. And we, we have a child therapist and psychologist that's going to be joining us because Sammy and I were discussing this, this article that came out earlier this week. Essentially... There's new uh, psychologists coming forward. One of them is a, is a Harvard psychologist basically saying that largely and for the most part, ADHD is a fraud. Okay. Okay. So I think we all know you and I have very close friends who have ADHD and take Adderall for that. Yeah. 
have taken it for many years. And this article is getting a ton of backlash, as you can imagine, from the, the writer who, who wrote it, who kind of agrees with the psychologist and is bringing this to light, um, that... For the most part, the pharmaceutical company has now kept people essentially drugged up and diagnosed with ADHD when, in fact, a very, very tiny percent of people actually Actually have have ADHD. I mean, I have so many friends of mine that, let's just say, their hobbies include reading in book clubs, but they still go and they convince the doctors they have ADHD just so they can get their Ritalin. Like, you know, just to get the Adderall and stuff. So they're aware of the fact that they're not really ADHD. They're kind of abusing it. I mean, I think as we get adult ADHD, I think a lot of that is that. Ooh, interesting. You know, like, I mean, maybe not a lot, but I mean, come on. I have friends that, like, they read all the time. I was like, guys, you clearly can focus. So, like, why? how do you have ADHD? Okay, what's your take for the most part? Because I remember when I my was... My real take yeah. or, or my PC? No, Actually, of course not. Screw this it. Part, this I'm on a, a roll. PC. Yesterday, I pissed off Paul Wharton. I pissed off Omarosa oh, again. Like, I'm oh. all good. Like, I'm so, like, I'm not even going to apologize. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I think ADHD is fake. I'm going to go out do? there. Oh, I'm going to Tom Cruise this bad boy and just come out there and say, you know what? I think this entire thing is fake. All right. The email address is Sarah, S-A-R-E-H, at HeyFrage.com. He doesn't give out his email address. I oh, know. I do. You can always email. Remember, I have oh, complaints. Complaints for Sammy K at gmail.com. Feel free to email me there. I don't respond. Um, and it's F-O-R. I actually tried to email once, and I put complaints number four, Sammy K. Do I really look like I'm a 90s, like, boy band? It was a long email address. I thought maybe he uses the number four. Complaints for Sammy K, all written out. Why do you believe that it's... Cause, so you're agreeing with this article, essentially, that it says ADHD is largely, largely a fraud. Um, you yeah, agree with that? because I saw a lot of kids. I guess I just remember growing up, right? And at one point, you know, you're a kid, right? You're, you're, you know, you're anxious. You're going around. At one point, they went to my mom. They go, we think your son has ADHD. I remember and this. We my brother said him, way. And we want to give him this. My mom's like, how about you make the school... A little bit more difficult, so my son isn't bored as fucking class all day long, and he won't be messing around anymore. And they literally, it was, and the craziest thing was, they were like, we need to put him on Ritalin, we need to put him on, you know, Ritalin, ADD, 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 or maybe we should just put him in a gifted and talented program. Yeah, that's the, like, that's the problem, is I feel like a lot of times it's just a cop-out. You know what I mean? They go, oh, he's running around, he's disrupting, can't focus. Yeah, he's a kid. Kids can't fucking focus. That's what being a kid is. Like... But they told me I had to – finally, I go into this – you know, I go into a harder class level. Ding, ding, ding. Guess who's not talking as much? Guess who's not running around as because much? Because you were challenged. Because I was challenged. I mean, I'm still challenged, but, you know. So here's some of the captions from this article. Okay, by the way. Uh, one of them is – the psychologist is Jerome Kagan, who is he's one of the people coming out and saying, you know, look, I agree mm-hmm. that it's largely a fraud. Okay, he's a doctor and psychologist. Say 50 years ago, if you have a 7-year-old who was bored in school and exhibits disruptive behavior, back then he'd be labeled as lazy. But today, that same child is said to suffer from ADHD. That's why we've seen such a dramatic increase in the disorder. Every child is who is having problems in school is sent to see a pediatrician who then claims it's ADHD and may possibly prescribe Ritalin or they're sent to a child therapist or psychologist who then could do the same thing. 
In fact, 90% of the 5.4 million kids don't have an abnormal dof- dopamine metabolism. That's of the ones That's that are the, on yeah. some sort of medication. The problem is if a drug is available to doctors, uh, they'll make the corresponding diagnosis. This is all according to the article. So uh, a woman named um, C. Uh, oh, gosh, am I going to say the last name correct? Probably not. Um, C. Eshelman is going to be on. I believe C, who deals with just children who have ADHD, behavioral issues, I believe that she is going to say that ADHD is a real condition. So as we have you know, done on this podcast, we want to take in all aspects. We want to kind of make people think differently. So I believe today she's going to argue that ADHD is, in fact, really a diagnosis. So I'll be curious to see your questions to her. I'm not sure I'm... I'm I don't know what to believe. I think that we are overprescribed in lots of areas in this, in, you know, our society. But then at the same time, some people really have it. So it's, it's hard to know. It's hard to know. But anyway, that's coming up. Then on a lighter note, we're also going to talk about, I'm sure you've probably read this story. I'm dying to hear what you think. Uh, there's a woman in Austria suing her parents. She's like 22 years old for all the pictures that they put up of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 years ago when she was a kid on social media. She says that that's now hurting her future. And then also because we're heading into the weekend and everybody's out on dates. I mean, you know, you're swiping left, you're swiping right, you're happening. You're not going on a date if you're swiping left. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, whatever that one. Okay. 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 As long as whatever. we're cool with that. Maybe you, you paid the subscription and then you reverse the swipe because you swiped wrong. But... This is the first time I do believe on this on this podcast we're going to do this, but I'm very excited about horoscopes that will determine how he'll go ghost on you based on his sign. And I want to see if we can nail you. I'm pretty sure, man. I mean, that's my go-to move. <laughs> but but characteristically, matching with your sign, there's a certain way. What is your sign? Aries? Aries. Okay. So as an Aries... B-E? You're going to go ghost this way. And I can't wait to see if you think it matches or not. Because, you know, you're a bit of a skeptic. Well, that. I probably believe in it, but sure. Uh, (laughs) You think you'll believe in this story now you start? (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Two things you need to know about. September 23rd at Clarendon Ballroom in Arlington, Virginia, is our next live podcast taping. People are like, what can I expect? Look, it's going to be bananas, okay? It'll be a comedy. We're also going to be kinging the... The King of Arlington. We'll if be you crowning will. the King of Arlington. Yeah, right. Crowning. I'm excited about this. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a crazy show. Uh, the showtime is at 8 p.m., but doors open at 6, and you can get tickets at eventbrite.com. Hey, Fresh Podcast. Also, this Saturday, if you're around Fairfax, Sammy and I are going to be hosting the Fairfax Nova Fashion Show at Fairfax Corner from noon to 2 p.m. You can still get your VIP tickets. Um, you can just go to their website, which I'll give you, and uh, the Fairfax. Uh, Sorry, the VIP tickets actually benefit women giving back, so you're going to want to get those. Come say hi to us. It's Fashion Nova. Those tickets are also available on eventbrite.com or fairfaxcorner.com. You can get all the info there. So we'll see you on Saturday. I just bought a see-through mesh tank top for this fashion event because I want to be super high fashion for it. (laughs) That's your fashion? Yeah, it's really high fashion, Sarah. Mesh tank tops are always in fashion. All right. I can't wait to see you out and about. A see-through mesh tank top. We're going to be live on Facebook Live. One of the things they want us to do is go Facebook Live, which I feel like is really scary. They want you to host that. That's Specifically. That's fine. Good luck. I'm like, okay, what? Here's the thing. I think that it's, I believe in this theory. I believe everyone should touch a kettle once to know that it's hot. (laughs) So this is their, like, warning? Yeah, I feel like everyone should touch the kettle once to know exactly how hot it's going to be. 
Oh, good lord. Whatever. Look, okay, have when was the last time? Okay, I was going to say when was the last time I got arrested, but no, that's too That soon. was recent, yeah. When was the last time I, uh, I got us fired from our last job? Um, when was... Okay, I'm a disaster. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wish I had an answer Did for it. Did you see? I don't think, I don't think um, you saw it yet because I haven't forwarded it to you, but your lawyer that got you out of um, the criminal charges uh-huh. for this last arrest, his law firm has invited us to a happy hour on Friday night, and they want us to know if we're going to attend. I'm like, oh, my God. That's fantastic. <laughs> this is what this is what they said. They go. I got the email, and they go, "Hey, to our esteemed, former clients, yes, to our esteemed former clients, amen to that." Uh, it's Price Benowitz is the law firm because they got me out of. Um, I lost my license for two months. It was supposed to be for six months a couple years ago in the district for accumulated speeding tickets, and then Sammy was just arrested on false charges. They were all dropped, but anyway, I just thought it was funny that they titled it to us like, That's "Hey, fantastic." As former clients of ours, we're looking forward to having you. Don't you just want to be there and mingle with other people and be like, wait, so how'd you get arrested? How'd you go to jail? Well, that's what I'm wondering. I'm thinking, is this like because they kind of know us or is this just basically a party for all their former like that's convicts fantastic. and clients? Because they're that's basically fantastic. criminal. Okay. You want to know about connections, Sarah. Okay. okay. You want to get you want to get rid of this hashtag Sarah so white? Let's go. All right. Let's go. I think if you start hanging out with criminals, Sarah, that's a, fir- that's a step in the right direction. It's Friday night. And I'm not talking about, like, blue collar, like, oh, look at tax fraud. Like, none of that Martha Stewart criminals. I believe these guys have real criminals. No, they don't. They're like, it's like DUIs and stuff, Sarah. I do think uh, the woman that represented me when I lost my license, Colleen, at the time was also dealing with a guy who I believe was a drug dealer in Prince George's County. We're going to give out that much information. (laughs) You couldn't just say a drug dealer. You have to give out the county in which he lives in? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The problem was is he um, had decided to blow up one of the vehicles that they were using to transport. Make sure that you're allowed to talk about this, you know? I think it, it was all public knowledge. Okay. This was like a public knowledge story. He blew up one of the vehicles. The problem was he left the gas can that he torched it with there at the scene with his fingerprints. Oh. Yeah. So I was, like, bumped to the back at some points because they really had to handle him. He was, like, arrested and everything. Yeah, he forgot the gas can there. That makes sense. Does it? Doesn't really? I would think that's, like, the number one thing that you would take. Well, no, if you were... I would leave everything around there because I'm assuming, oh, well, it'll probably catch on fire, too. <laughs> Melt. Fingerprints gone. Ta-da. No, it didn't happen for that guy. Uh, before we get into some click-worthy stories, what, do you have any topics you want to talk about? Anything that you want to throw it at me? Okay, here. I saw this product, and I don't know if it's genius or the stupidest thing ever. All right. But have you heard of shittens? Shittens? Shittens. No, I've never Which, heard of Which, by this. the way, when I think about it, it Actually, could be one of two different products, as you could assume. Shittens. But it's not about shitty kittens. These are mittens that have, like, baby, that are made out of baby wipe material. Oh, no, don't even. And so that way you can go and just <laughs> clean yourself up. I'm telling you, and I don't know if this is the most genius idea or the stupidest idea I've ever had. And this the is thing, wrong. I looked at this idea and I was like... This sounds like something I would have thought of. Oh, God. That sounds so bad. Look at him. No, shittin', Sarah. Type it in, okay? It should be in my history anyways, but just type in shittin's. I'm telling you, it's an amazing product. Look at it. I'm telling you, it looks like a glove. So it's literally a mitten, but they sew together pretty much two pieces of uh, baby wipes to make it so it forms around your hand. Where can you buy this? Clearly the internet, Sarah. That's where everything amazing is. Ugh. 
Uh, I don't see it. I hear... How do you not see? Just type in shittens. S H I T T E N S. Oh, I'm spelling it wrong. Okay. What did you type in? Shittings? No, Sarah. It's like mittens, but with S H. Oh, now I see it. Disposable mitten-shaped wet wipes. And they're on Amazon, and they get a four out of five rating. I'm telling you, is it not like what? Like, oh my god! Is that not amazing or what? Oh god! But can you imagine really using these? This gets an incredible rating: 103, 33 customer reviews. Shittens are disposable mitten shaped moist wipes, twenty count. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Have you ordered some of these? Uh, have I? No. But here's what I'm thinking: is we should reach out to them and see if they need endorsers. You know, because we're always looking for new clients to send a podcast one. And I was thinking out of the box, and I was like, wow, think about it. Like, shittens? Who doesn't use? Like, who doesn't? Who doesn't, Sarah? Who doesn't deuce? Okay, this is so... These, is this even real? These are some of the reviews. This is by Honest Dave, who gives him a five-star. Truly, every day of my life has been an unending struggle with the anguish brought on by my horrendous shit mm-hmm, wrist. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. now I have the strength to face the day thanks to these amazing poop gloves. Because think about it, Sarah. When you have that toilet paper, you have to cling your fingers together, which is already putting pressure on your wrist. And then you have to scoop upwards. And, ah, just to do that. Like, touch your... Like, it hurts, man, you know? So this way... Loose fingers, loose hand. You can actually get in there. You could probably use a finger to kind of... Here's another five-star review by T. Kaplan. I've been compared to a living as seen on TV commercial. Life is simply too hard for me. Shittens allows me to avoid messy situations in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Far too often I find myself with poop running down my legs, the wall, and my dog. Thanks to shittens, all I do is throw away more... All I do is throw more money away on items that help me stand and breathe at the same time. Oh my god! So are you in? I'm in. All I'll right, try I it. say we we just gotta reach. What's his name? Let's Mike? reach out to the company. Yeah, we gotta reach out to them and be like, hey guys, uh, if you guys are looking to do some advertising, we would love to be here. You know, look at this. The Hayfresh podcast brought to you by Shittens. <laughs> oh my god, this is so fabulous! Is that not great? The the reviews are hysterical. Yeah, I'll try it. Okay, I'm in. Absolutely. I love also, it. I feel like I need to be 100 percent honest with you, Sarah. About what? I've stepped out a little bit, okay? I'm going to have to tell you this. This is amazing news. I have gotten okay. a gig. All right? <gasps> I've gotten up. Listen, it's very quick, and I already did it. I've already accomplished this, right? Okay. But I was reached out to by a certain company, and I had to do, I had to voice some stuff for them that they're going to use in advertising. Great! Okay? So I'm just to warn you right now that when I become super fucking Hollywood, you know where I've gone. And I told you first, all right? You didn't find out from Paul Warren. You didn't find out from my friends. You didn't find out from anybody else. You found out from me. Okay, so can you tell us who you're voicing for? You want to hear actually yeah. what my line was? Yeah. Eat a bag of dicks. <gasps> you you did a voiceover for Eat a Bag of Dicks? For dicks, for what is it? Dicks by mail? <laughs> is that what the is that what it's called? Dicks by mail, yeah. You're kidding. When are we going to see this? I don't know. This? They just I don't know. They just asked me if I would do it and I was like, "Hell yeah." So I was, I literally sat This was before you Genius. got in yesterday when you weren't here. I was in here all alone at the improv. Cutting and I'm pretty lines. sure Allison and them could hear me and just like, "What the hell is he doing in there by himself?" So I'm like, "Eat a bag of dicks." Eat a bag of dicks. Eat a bag of dicks. So Eat. this could be the potential of you being the spokesperson for eating. Do you bag understand? Of dicks. I could be the next. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> I could be that guy, Sarah. I could be the next. Can you hear me now, guy? And here's my line. You ready for it? I'm going to tell it to you again before it gets too popular. All right. 
Eat a bag of dicks. I'm loving this. Huh? I love it. Are you jealous? You should be because this is pretty phenomenal. I am not jealous at all. I am very excited. I feel like you'll get this gig and I think it's a perfect gig for you. Well, here's the thing. Unfortunately, I already sent them my audio, so I'm pretty sure they can just use it now anyways. It doesn't really matter. But You need to get paid for this, though, are you? What do you mean, Sarah? The fame. Okay? The fame and the fortune will come. All right? Eat a bag of dicks. How did you? What did you settle on? I mean, I know you gave him a couple of different voices, but what did you really? I sent him two. I I did one where it's all one word. Eat a bag of dicks. Really I did quick. One that I was doing very you know finic like eat a bag of dicks. I love it. I like that one. You a little like more that stately. One? See, I was trying to I was, that way. I could also appeal. You know, I was giving him a little bit of that you know Midwest Southern twang, and then one more like East Coast West Coast. So perfect for you. So. All right, you have to keep us posted on when this will be out. Everybody wants to hear it. Well, I don't even... I mean, yeah, when I find out, I'll tell you. All I'm telling you, though, is get ready, guys. Get ready. I think everybody's ready. We we believe in you. Okay. And we know that's like a perfect gig for you. Eat a bag of dicks. (laughs) What do you do? That's actually my... You guys may know me as that guy. I'm the eat a bag of dicks guy. Hello? (laughs) I just want you to... I just want to start booking you for events as the eat a bag bag of of dicks dicks guy. guy. Not like the podcast tape rage. No. The eat a bag of dicks guy. Sammy K. like the Sammy K, you know, the eat a bag of dicks guy, and then in really small type, host, hey, phrase, so good. So. Oh, I can't wait for the future. That was awesome, Sammy. Thanks. It's the truth, Sarah. It's pretty good. It's pretty, much, pretty much more than awesome. But I'm afraid though that now that I've shared this information, I may lose. Um, other endorsements and stuff that we're working on. Like, if I become the eat a bag of dicks guy, I don't know how many times I can show up to a Dreams for Kids events anymore. <laughs> a lot. And as I much as I lot. love them, I guess it's like, I don't want, you know. I think you can a lot. When I hear, when a little, when finally a seven-year-old comes and he goes, hey, are you the eat a bag of dicks guy? I'll be like, yes, would you like my autograph, son? <laughs> I'm famous. Better than something else. I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. No, that's... That's good. Okay. We need to be posted on this. All right. I'll keep you up to date. I want to do a couple click stories really quickly before we get C on the phone about this ADHD article that, that's making a lot of headlines. So how do you feel about this woman that is suing her parents? She, I thought she was 22, but actually she's 18 years old and she's suing her parents for putting up embarrassing photographs of her as a child on Facebook. The teen is from um, Austria, claims that intimate pictures from her childhood has made her life misery now. She claims that more than 500 images have been posted by her parents on social media without her permission since 2009. What do you think about this? Trial is going to be in November. There's no word on how much money she's asking for. Really? She's legit She's 18 years old. What 18-year-old loves the embarrassing pictures their parents have of them? One of her was lying naked on a cot, which I think is so inappropriate. I can't imagine your parents posting that. And then another was her sitting on the toilet, which I also... But how old is she? How old is she? Hold on. It depends. How since old is 2009. She? So what was... But how, old? how old was she when... So are you telling me that she was, what, a nine-year-old laying naked on the cot and they posted that picture online? She might have been. It doesn't say the age in this article. But I'm saying if you're like young, 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 like a baby, who cares? Even a kid. Don't you find it strange like the the pictures that people will put up online? Like the toilet one. Even your four-year-old or three-year-old. I have so many pictures of me like in the bathtub with my cousins and shit. Like... But but your mom and dad are not posting those. Your dad, who has a, a public business, is not putting that on his Facebook page. That's what her parents I'm are basically doing. I'm pretty sure doing. that if my mom could figure out how to use a scanner and get the photos up there, she probably would. But no. Like, they don't post them. I think it's just... But it's... 
I think it's just her being an 18-year-old. You know what I mean? I don't think it's an actual lawsuit, per se. I don't think she's been damaged by it. You're 18 years old. Nobody likes, like, it took me until I was in my mid-20s before I just kind of like, ah, screw it. Show any pictures you want, Mom. I don't really care anymore. You know? I think it's – here's the thing. I can't imagine suing my parents. Of course, my parents wouldn't put me in that position anyway. But I think – Because they don't have internet in Maine, Sarah. <laughs> they didn't back in the day. That's true. <laughs> but let me ask you this. Do you think – at what age should you actually consult your kids on pictures being put up? Like my my 10-year-old niece, Kimber, oh, my God. I mean, she controls what pictures go up of her, which I Are think is great. Are you kidding me? Oh, no, I'm not kidding you. Absolutely. That. I post whatever I want of my nieces and nephews. They're not, like, no. And if they're like, and if it's your but kids. But you don't worry about that? If it's your kids, per se, right? I would look at them and be like, fine. If you want to be in charge of the pictures, you can also be in charge of paying your rent. You can be in charge of doing this. Like, it's pictures. Those pictures and those memories aren't for you. They're for your parents. But you know what I thing. mean? Like, that's why when my mom's like, take this, Sammy Poe, stop. Let's get a picture of you guys. That's not for me. I know it's not for me. It's for my mother. And if you're and I, look, you're a bratty 18-year-old that can't look at this and be like, who cares? Your parents post those pictures because it's for them and your family. You know? But let me ask to you say, this. oh, my life is ruined. Oh, guess what? You're not the only child to ever have pictures taken of you. Get the hell over yourself. Like, no. You're 18 years old and you're just being over-emotional. She probably got broken up with the week beforehand, and this has triggered it all. Here's my thing, though. You would never post a nude photo of your niece or nephew on a cot, ever. Well, I would never At take a nude age. photo of that, them. Exactly. I think these parents are crazy. Not of my Good niece or my her. nephew, but if it's like my kid and they just happen to be running around naked when they're three years old or four years old, I'll take a picture as a joke, but I'm not going to, you know. I, I think it's just so, I don't blame her. You know, I, I don't know. I just feel like you should consult your kids starting at the age that they can make any decisions. And even these back-to-school pictures. How do you feel about back-to-school pictures? But a couple weeks ago when school was back in session, all you would see in your Facebook feed was, and most of the, the very appropriate, like all that is good, but I mean the amount of information you're giving out about your children. I don't know. And I know you can control your friends, obviously, yeah. and who can see the photo, but I, like I, I said, don't know. I'm I really have... torn. If I ever have a kid, I'm not sure if I'll even put them on the internet, period. Until they're like 10. Until they're my niece's age and she decides. That, I'm going to call a huge BS on that one right now. I'm not oh doing it for God. ratings. It is good. Yes, you are. Yes, you are going to definitely do it. It's going to be the Sarah pregnancy countdown. <laughs> There's going to be like a baby clock going on. Oh, my God. You're going to post all these pictures and it's going to be like. I'm well, not. Hey, guys, tune in tomorrow morning, Fox 5 News. I'm going to show my baby. I'm going to show my hoo-ha and give birth live. I can see. You're going to do the Michael Jackson. It's going to be outside of a hotel just dangling the baby over the over the balcony. Hey, um, what do you think of this teacher out of Atlanta that's now being deemed too hot? Yesterday, if you were on the Internet, this was like all over the interwebs. Did you see her picture? Yeah. You think she's too hot? Patricia Brown is her name, but is it? It's Tracy, right? No, Tricy. Tricy. How do you say it? Trish. Trish. <laughs> That's not how you spell trash. Thank you. Uh, Social media has proclaimed her the sexiest teacher alive in Instagram, and it's gone viral. But, of course, now people are saying that she looks like Nicki Minaj. She dresses inappropriate for her elementary school class. She doesn't dress inappropriately. All the pictures I've seen is, like, her in a T-shirt. Okay, those pictures, that's not her at school, okay? No, that's her outside of school, and she's showing a ton of cleavage. Yeah, but This one, she's at school. Look at that. But that's a dress. She's wearing a dress. She just happens to have a banging body. But she's not doing anything differently. And her posting a picture on her own personal social media and then a news organization grabbing that and trying to pretend like that is how she's going to school is pretty pretty effed up journalism. You know what I mean? 
Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? This The whole thing, this whole story got picked up because somebody in class, so I don't know if it was a teacher or a kid. The original picture is of, it's of her in class, and she's wearing, like, a T-shirt. And it went to a radio station, and yeah. the radio station posted that picture. Oh, no crap. A radio station? God, they've <laughs> never done stupid stuff before. She's now made her Instagram account private. A lot of people are coming to def- her defense saying that she is a great teacher and that her body type, which does kind of resemble, I mean, she's got a nice butt. She's got a tiny little waist. You know, she's well proportioned, if you will. Though I did date a kindergarten teacher for a while. Oh, wow. <laughs> You thought I was going to say that I dated a kindergartner, Sarah? Yes. Like th- what the hell is in your mind, okay? What is going on? I don't know. I'm what sorry. What did you watch last night that everything I say somehow leads to me being a pedo? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm, I'm just really, I don't know. I'm tired. Cylinders are not firing. All right. Correctly. It's this ADHD story, I it's think, Chris. I'm thinking about kids. You actually have ADHD? Yes. Uh, I think I do. Well, no, but she was a kindergarten teacher, and, like, she had a really good body, but she used to always, like... Dress like turtlenecks, a little bit looser, frumpier stuff, like khakis. But granted, she was also a kindergarten teacher, so they're spending a lot of time, like, you know, running around and, like, on the floor with kids and stuff. Right, so you couldn't really wear, you like, know, a so you tight can't, like, dress. You can't, wear a tight or... dress or anything like that. But, like, you know, I always, it was always, it seemed like uh, she kind of dressed differently for school. But I don't think you should have to. I agree. Like, these kids have no idea. How old are they? Fourth graders? Yeah, they were young. They have no idea yet. There's one kid that thinks he likes girls, but it's only because his uncles and his perverted cousins talk about him all the time, but he has no idea what tatas are yet. Like, <laughs> to him, they're just weird things that stick out of mom. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't understand how fantastic that ass is really going to be when he's older. A last story for our click here before we get C on the phone. So, what kind of vehicle do you drive now? Because I'm always fascinated by this. Do you ever get, do you ever have that like um, low gaslight anxiety? Like the minute it comes on or you see a car on E, you're like, oh my God. Are you talking about my 2004? Uh, let me see. Let me see if it's my, on here. My 2004. I don't even know what it is. Is it a Honda? No. Hyundai? Hyundai? No. Accent. What's an accent? That's what I have. Oh, God. Is it, it Hyundai? 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 Hyundai accent? Hyundai? Well, there's a new story out. How far can you actually drive your vehicle on empty? And it breaks down the make, the model, gas remaining when the low fuel warning light is triggered, and then miles remaining when the warning light is illuminated. Okay? Mm. Which, is there a difference, by the way? Gas remaining in the low fuel warning light is triggered. Isn't that the same they thing? They may have, like, two lights in some of these cars. I don't know. Maybe they have okay. fancy cars. I don't um, even have a windshield. I don't even have a, a side view mirror. No, do I even <laughs> have windows if you've got a ford focus when that light comes on you actually have somewhere between 35 and 80 miles that seems like a big difference that's 35 to 80 miles before you'll actually the car will shut off and you'll run out of gas that's uh, a huge yeah, difference that's a big big dip. but they're maybe saying like if you're doing like city if you're like driving in the city oh probably. a lot more as opposed to like if you're on the highway great call jeep cherokee um you've got 66 to 93 miles left when your low gas light is come on that's a huge i mean that's like you could keep driving my god practically to another state a chrysler 200 69 to 108 miles when you have that gas light come on chevy uh malibu you've got 50 to 72 a volkswagen jetta you've got 57 to 85 when your low gas light comes on honda Honda Pilot. Oh, a Pilot. Okay. 45 to 62. They give tons, by the way. You could go on on Toyota Tundra. You've got 60 to 72 miles. A Kia Sorento, 40 miles. 
Mazda 3. So what we're pretty much trying to say is that they're all full of shit when they say you're low on gas. <laughs> exactly. Okay, note to self. When your fuel light comes on, don't panic. In fact, once you break, see this breakdown, you'll realize that your vehicle can go, can go a lot further than you think. Um, this was done by yourmechanic.com. They crunched the numbers, and then they also tested these for the past couple of years and realized you can keep going and going. Isn't that amazing? That is awesome. Um, all right, let's get C on the phone, because I am dying to know more about this article and, and find out what she has to say. Um, as we mentioned, it's C. Eshelman, and she's a comprehensive treatment for complex development trauma in children from difficult beginnings, abuse, and attachment trauma, as well as ADHD. So I'm just curious. And her to name is she- C, like C-E. C. Yeah, C-E, but pronounced S-E-A. Alyssa C. C. It's Sarah and Sammy, and you're live on the Hey Frage podcast. Hey, good morning. Thank you for being on with us. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad to be here. So, look, we, you know, we always do topics on this show that kind of make people think and um, sort of challenge norms that uh, that are out there. And this article from WakeUpWorld.com is getting a lot of attention for essentially saying that there's some pretty big name psychologists coming out and saying that ADHD largely is a fraud. And you work with kids all the time. We wanted to ask you what your take is on this article. If you think there's some truth to it, or if you think ADHD is a real disorder and affects a lot of people. Well, I, I agree 100% with the article plus some. So I think there's a, a whole conspiracy to diagnose boys in particular and many girls as just a disease. Oops. And really, they're just kids. And, wow. Um, so now we have a bunch of kids running around as little diseases. And we have a we have another diagnosis. It's not ADHD that we give to girls frequently as they age. So we're just kind of on this path to making kids problems that, that they really don't have. And then that moves on into adulthood. See, I'm so glad you're saying this. See, I'm so glad you're saying this because I've sounded crazy for years by telling people that I thought this was all fake. And now I finally have someone intelligent, smart, agreeing with me. This is fantastic. (laughs) Well, Sammy, you know you are that. But uh, no, I'm (laughs) So, But yeah, I mean, I I too um, feel a little bit like um, a crazy person saying, because all these doctors come out with, well, the first diagnosis any child comes into my office with is ADHD. Wow. So I'm like, really? You know, so let's let's look at, no, I'm an attachment specialist, so okay. I see a lot of adopted children and families. So, you know, they come to the door with some tra- serious history of trauma and abandonment. And wh- how does that get called ADHD? That's a great question. That's actually trauma. You know, that's what trauma looks like on children. Or So that's that's a real problem that's happening in that family and that child might be having escalated normal behaviors and then there's the child that walks through the door who is from a naturally intact family well attached no trauma in the family still walking in with the same diagnosis how is that now i actually Mm. had a question kind of relating to this do you feel that the reason that there is so much more i guess like you know student or children being diagnosed adhd does that have to do with just trying to like regulating the education system as in you know like i remember when i was younger they pretty much they're like well your kid has adhd either that or he's gifted and talented and it seems like it was just more of an effort to actually distinguish students and to give each student their individual care and it's just easier just to knock down the the energetic ones that that way they're going as slow as everyone else does that make any sense 
it does make sense, although I'm not sure it really um, starts there. I actually think it's being per- perpetuated by the pharmaceutical industry mm. yeah. and by ignorance. You know, just like, you know, pharmaceutical reps make a lot of money in our country in particular, maybe other countries that I'm not familiar with, going doctor to doctor to doctor with samples of ADHD medication saying, try this try this on your kids and they they give all kinds of samples and incentives to diagnose ADHD to use a sample I mean I know that sounds crazy and I'm not saying that doctors are shifty they're not but over time if you hear from somebody over and over and over something it just becomes part of your thinking right like oh I should consider this, putting this kid on some ADHD meds because that these things that parents complaining about mm-hmm. might be fixed by it. So I'm not sure it really originates in the school system. I do think teachers, you know, run the red flag up too when a child can't sit in a 33-child classroom still most of the day and pay attention. I do think but that I mean, happens pharma- too, but I don't think it originates there. Yeah, but the pharmaceutical industry is huge. You know, it's a mm. worldwide, you know, huge industry, multi-billion dollar, trillion dollar industry. But yet you look at countries like France, right? And they have less than 0.5% of kids even diagnosed with ADHD. But in the United States, we have way more. Like, what? what is the despair in this? Because they're clearly having the same drugs. They have the same health care, the same medical programs. They have the same, you know, education for doctors as we do. But yet, why are we diagnosing so yeah. many kids with ADHD? Where in you know in Europe, it's like literally 05 percent or less. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, the lifestyles are really different. For one thing, you know, I think we're having a cultural epidemic. To be honest with you, what we're trying to do is fit children into very tightly packed, over busy lives. And and you know what happens when you try to do that is the kids go wacky. You know, if you don't have enough time in your life for your kids, then the kids bust out until you make time for them. Unfortunately, the way we make time for them is we take them to a doctor and figure out how to medicate that. That's the time we take to do that. And it's just kind of become a cultural thing to do. But the fact of the matter is what we really need to be doing is slowing down like in France. You know, not maybe in Paris, but if you look outside of Paris, the, the... the pace is significantly different, and I would I would say that the pace in um, smaller communities in the United States you would have less um, ADHD diagnoses as well, See. because people are moving at a, at a slower pace, and therefore they can accommodate the real lives of children, which is active and excitable. And, you know, that's the whole point of parenting is to help your child learn that whole arousal relaxation cycle. That's parenting, right? You go, whoa, buddy, you're so excited. Let's take a breath and come on in and let's have a snack. You know, I mean, that's parenting. Mm-hmm. So but we- not, oh, come on in and have your have your uh, Ritalin. <laughs> oh, my God. See, but what happens, you know, like you said, you deal with all different types of family situations. When you have a child mm-hmm. that's already being medicated, how open are parents to uh, taking their kid off it or believing that this diagnosis could be fraud? You know what? Parents are actually very open to it. Parents rarely, really want to have their kids medicated, to be honest with you. Really? Parents come in and they say, we have them on all these meds, and it's it feels terrible to do this to our child. You know, and if I say, well, you know, there's some alternatives, they're like, we're all ears. And so those are the people who come through my door because they're coming through my door for help, you Mm -hmm. know. So what they have are kids who are already medicated and they're still having all the same problems. Wow. You know, yeah, it's a little better on, on medication, but it's still, you know, it's still not good enough. And so because the 
you know, you can medicate anybody on a medication. So if you, whether you have ADHD or not, you can medicate anybody. So you might get a little kind of for everybody, whether they have ADHD or not. So they can see a little shift, but it's just not in the ways they were hoping for. Because what their child is coming in with is lack of connection, right? Lack of, of real engagement, lack of, and so they're acting out, acting out, acting out wherever they go. But that's, those are just, I see that as children jumping up and down, waving flags, like, look at me, look at me. There's something wrong here. I need something. That's what that's what kids are doing. See, what about last? My last question for you is: What about adults? Uh, Sammy and I were talking. You know, we we have friends, we have relatives um, who are adults. Say they mm-hmm. say that they have ADHD and are treating that with Adderall or other substances. Um, what's your advice? We have a lot of adults that listen to this program that do consider themselves ADHD. What's your advice for an adult that, that's in this process? Well, what I would say is that um, maybe you could call it something else. Like you're having trouble. Your brain is trained to not pay attention, for example. Brains are extremely easily trained by the environment. So an adult has been living in their environment forever, and now they're trained to be on um, constant um, multitasking, right? Well, think about multitasking. What are you really doing? You're moving from thing to thing to thing super fast. So you lose your ability to sustain attention. Um, People aren't usually saying that they're, um, oh, I just, I I can't, I have to move all around all the time. If somebody's doing that as an adult, they probably do have real ADHD. There is a real thing. (laughs) But if their attention, they're they're losing their, their focus, that's something else. And that can be dealt with in so many other ways doesn't require medication oh my god fascinating thank you for being on our podcast yeah can't we just all chalk this up to just adulting sucks like (laughs) is that a medical can we make adulting being tough like an actual medical term now so therefore no one's adhd is an adult anymore just you know what adulting sucks i'm sorry Well, really, you know, it doesn't if people understand that that adulting is really great if you slow it down a little bit and learn how to be a little slower paced because you've trained your brain to make adulting suck. So I'm I'm, I'm a big believer in things like neurofeedback and um, meditation and yoga. And I know that sounds crazy because who wants to do that? But once you do it, you're like, Man, why didn't I do this a long time ago? My life is so much calmer and, and cooler, and I really can connect. I can actually lay in bed after having sex and, and enjoy that. You know what I mean? Oh my God! See, mm-hmm. I love it. And has anyone ever told you you have a very relaxing voice? You should often you should give just voice <laughs> meditations. I'm like, yeah, I'm over here feeling very calm myself <laughs> by your voice. Oh, well, I'm glad you're saying that. I don't think people really think that about me, but I'm glad you're saying it. Hey, I have to pump my book, right? I have yes, to yes. You, with your with my hair. I can't even remember my own title. That's sad. Uh, Drowning with my hair on fire, insanity relief for adoptive parents, because that's my specialty in life. Got it. And you can purchase the book Amazon.com, other great bookstores. Uh, is there a website people can find out more information about you? Absolutely. It's um, attach, A-T-T-A-C-H, place, P-L-A-C-E, all one word, dot com. Oh, my God. See, you are fabulous. Thank you for being on our show. Well, we so really much. appreciate it. Oh, I've I loved it. This was a really fun interview. Thanks for having me, you guys. Have a great day. You, you too. too. Bye, C. Bye-bye. Bye. Validated. 
Validated. Oh God, That's just all what I'm you saying need. is I'm validated. Oh Lord. Here I was we about go. to dig in there. I was gonna ask her what she thought about us living in a matrix, about extraterrestrial life. I just want to know if she could validate all my other crazy ideas too. But I <laughs> okay, feel that's for so two. validated. Think about it. This is revolutionary. Is anyone else blown away? Because here's the thing. Recently, I, I like don't know why. I like that you actually looked at the empty room and be like, is anyone else blown away when there's no one here, Sarah, but you and We're me? We're here at the improv solo. But <laughs> seriously, I have so many friends, and especially girlfriends that are ADHD diagnosis. Even the gymnast Simone Biles came out. Well, didn't come out. She was hacked. And then yeah. she had to basically reveal that she was taking, I believe, Adderall or Ritalin for her ADHD. Uh, right, but she had got a note or something, you know, for the US whatever. Anyway, um are you I'm just I'm sorry, I'm in shock because I just think to myself then why are all these adults on it? Well, it doesn't make any sense cuz I look at this like I always look back growing up and my mom was like, I'm not what? In Tunisia, not a single one of my not a single one of her nieces and nephews, none of my cousins, no one that we knew was was taking Ritalin or Adderall on a daily basis as a kid. You know what I mean? And it's so rare that you were just like, wait, what? No, they're just being kids. Like, what do you mean? And my mom's like, I don't think you guys realize. In Sammy's school, like seven kids leave in the middle of the day, walk down to the nurse's office, take their pill, and come back to class every day. Like. Yeah, almost a third of my class that was, you know, like, like, yeah, almost a third of my class was sitting there popping fucking Ritalin every day. I guess the really crazy part of that interview, I thought, was how much people listening to this podcast are going to agree with, see, or disagree with. She was really saying behavioral issues in your kid is often a cry for, for you to slow down mm-hmm. and spend more time, which... I totally agree with, and I'm sure I'll get backlash for that, but I wonder how kids feel that have ADHD. But there are, but it's it's very small. Like I was mentioning like in France, right? 0.5%. Right. Okay? Of kids are actually of have kids ADHD, yeah. That's are what diagnosed there, right? So even like such a small percentage that it's not really, you know what I mean? Like those kids that truly do suffer from it, they're being taken care of, you know? But when you have like 5 6% of students... That's insane. Oh, my God. So fascinating. Look, I, I'm sure you're going to have a lot of opinion on this. It's Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at HeyFrage.com. Maybe you're an adult who took yourself off of Ritalin or Adderall. We'd love to hear from you. Do you feel like ADHD was real or maybe you were misdiagnosed? And then I'm sure there's a lot of people listening who have children that are ADHD or they themselves have been diagnosed, and I'm sure you disagree with C. So I know some kids that. from college that definitely wouldn't have been able to pay tuition if it wasn't for their ADHD diagnosis. Because they went and sold the Adderall. Duh! <laughs> Shit's gold on college campuses, Sarah. Still is. That is so terrible. Oh, Lord. Well... What I, do you took, want me to tell I abused Adderall once, and let me tell See, you. See, I don't like that you say thing. you abused it once, Sarah. You took half a pill, and you thought that you were shaking, and you thought, I did, you, I and you, thought you were dying. You're like, I'm overdosing. I was like, no, Sarah, <laughs> sit the fuck down. Like, you're fine. <laughs> I couldn't go to bed for 24 hours. I was up all night, all, and on the, all the next day. It was crazy. Sarah, I was up 24-7, which I know now that's why people take that's it. What, yes, that's why you take it. I was really tired. We were at Gay Pride. I took it. And let me tell you, I was up for like three days. I thought, I can't do coke. such a lightweight. I cannot, like, half an Adderall pill, and you were wired for like over 24. Do you understand how many friends of mine would love to have that body? They would save <laughs> so much money. Well, let me tell you, that was my uh, four-way foray into Your drug. Your foray into what? <laughs> into drug abuse, and I stopped right then. If you want more info on this article, Carol Ann Wright is the author. 
thrive hashtag living.net that's her website where this article was originally posted that's where you can find her her website um it was also picked up by wakeupworld.com um this is fantastic oh my god her voice voice his voice was unreal i know i can't even go on i just want to talk like this for the rest of the show (sighs) who's that old lady that makes like millions of dollars and talks like this you know what I'm talking about? She's always on the radio, like, everywhere in the United States. She's, like, on every radio station, pretty much. I don't know. That's a great question. And she question. does those shitty, like, she's like, oh, this goes out to Jonathan from your lover in Oh, Cincinnati. you're talking about, um, 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 she has a syndicated radio show. Yeah, yeah. She talks like Oh, this. Delilah. Delilah! God, she sucks. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're God. That's, sorry. I just don't know why I thought about that, but that's what I was, oh, man. You're so bad. I love Delilah. Really? Well, I did. I mean, now her ratings are falling, apparently. No one wants to hear any more of the sob stories and then the dedication. Apparently, nobody wants a dedication song anymore. Did you read that article? Yeah, I didn't get a Christmas present last year, and I I lost my job plus my legs. (laughs) I was hoping that, uh, Delilah, that you could play a song for my loved one, Patricia, out there to make up for the fact that I no longer can walk to see her, and I also cannot have sex, nor did I buy her Christmas gift last year. Can you please play Wind Beneath My Wing? (laughs) by Bette Midler. Thank you. I will. And then I'll also do a uh, two for Tuesday and I'll play I'll Be Missing You in a dedication to your lost legs. Mm -hmm. I'll Be Missing You. Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy. Faith Evans. Delilah's going away. No one wants a dedicated song anymore. Shocker. They can download it for 99 cents. Uh, Yeah. Dedicated to themselves. No one wants mixtapes anymore either, fools. Like... (laughs) You crack me up. Yeah, like, what what do you expect, Sarah? (laughs) Two stories before we roll out of here. Before I... Well, actually, one story before... I I can't even... You know, here, we'll play... uh, Wait, you got one story? Actually, I can give you a quick little ranty rant, if you want. Okay, I got in this little debate. <laughs> Do we have a choice? I no, you don't now. Okay, I'm, going, okay. I'm going off on oh, this Oh, here now. we go. Okay. Okay. So I got in this little tiff with one of my uh, with one of my nieces. Okay. Because she made this comment. She's like, Sammy, how can you be that cool if you only get like 50 likes on your Instagram photo or 150 likes? And then she, she looks, Instagram shamed. She you. Instagram shamed me. And then she goes, Look at my photos. Get like 100 likes all the time. And then that's when I finally had to sit her ass down and be like, yeah, you know why? Because you're a high schooler, okay? Your friends have nothing better to do with their lives. You have a lot of people that you're trying to impress, and they all have nothing better to do with their lives than to like photos. Look at my friends. They all got shit going on. They're I, busy. They're busy. They got lives, okay? Guess what? I don't need them to like my photo to feel validated. So you ranted on her ass about not calling ass. you that your Instagram pictures only get 50 likes. Yeah, and then people were telling me, like, Sammy, you should probably, be, like, you shouldn't talk to your nieces, like, as adults. I was like, I talk to all my nieces and nephews like adults, you know? Does it ever make you stop and think, hey, maybe she has a point and I should really, like, do a more photogenic picture and get no, more likes? No, fuck that. Okay. I'm not, like, what the hell? They're like, I look at it and it's all the, it's, they look at the comments, it's all like, Hearts, kisses, can't. I miss you. Oh my god, I miss you too. When are we gonna see each other again? I don't know. When am I gonna see you again? It's like, dude, shut up. You don't want any of that. Nothing. Nothing. So don't call you or or message you or Instagram you. No, they, they are. Don't Instagram shame me and not expect me to, to clap back. Okay. Oh, I think everyone's aware that you will clap. Back. I will clap back. You know. <laughs> And, like, also with, like, I'm also, like, annoyed because they all have, like, Snapchat and shit, right? And they'll send me these snaps of, like, them with, like, the little filters and them with, like, the ears and them with this. And then I feel obliged to all of a sudden respond because, you know, I'm trying to be a good uncle even though I'm not a good uncle. And I'm trying to be. And I'm just like, ugh, what do I send them? 
And so I always just send them pictures of my dog. You, That's the, it. Oh, you send Mr. Magoo, and then you could do the dog filter yourself. So then it's like two dogs. See, but that's the thing. I don't really want. I don't want them to communicate with me. Is that? Is that? Is that? I think that's what I'm really trying to get at. You don't want them to communicate with you on social media. On social media, just because a I'm bad at it, anyways. Like I don't social media that much as anyone who follows. me I know me well we have to knows. change that. Yeah, start social media for me. I'll let, okay, I will give you. No, if you want to have to do it yourself. If you want a social media you. for me, I will give you my password. I will let you guys control my Twitter account, my Facebook, my. Insta I like Sham. this actually. This you is can a good control. All of them. I don't care. Oh my god, who wants to take over Sammy's accounts for a week? I bet they get you so many likes. You could do whatever you want. I'm talking about anything illegal. Boom. Take pictures of it. I don't care if they come I don't after me. I think that'll help. That's fine. I know I wasn't there. I'll get alibis. You could tweet Sammy. You can you know what you can let him know on social media if you want Here, to take how about over. This? Better yet, tweet at Sarah and maybe I'll see that one, but for, she'll tell me about it. At Hey Frage, H E Y F R A F R A S E on Instagram, on Twitter, Hey Frage Show on Snapchat. And the Sammy S A M Y K. You can get him on uh, all platforms. And then you can look uh, at his social media numbers and help him. So if you're going out on a date, oh, what's dating even like? I don't even know. It sucks, tell you that much. <laughs> I mean, I, ha- I yeah, I haven't really dated in years. Um, I find dates to be expensive and pointless at this point in my life. And uh, But I will tell you this. I'm very familiar with ghosting because in all aspects of my life, professional, friends, people go ghost on me all the time. And I'm really consciously trying to respond to email, to not go ghost on people, to tell them like uh, it is so there's no doubt in their minds, okay? I actually had a dream that one day I was just going to walk in the improv and there was just going to be this chair, this table, and nothing else. And just a little post-it note that says... See a bitch. Isn't that funny? Because I always, that's so weird that you say that. Because mm-hmm. I always have the feeling that you're just going to stop showing up. Which is that's a possibility, <laughs> too. I'm not going to lie. I always think he's, one of these days he's going to get really pissed. And then he's going to want to try and prove a, like a point or, or a lesson to me. So he's not going to show up. And I'm going to have to do the show by myself and try and upload it. And then that's going to be his reason. And that'll be my point. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not a good point. Okay, good. Thank yeah, God. Yeah, no, 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 no. So you're Aries. All right. Here's how men will supposedly go ghost on you based on their horoscope. So here's how men are going to go ghost on me. Okay, (laughs) great. Can't wait to find this fact out. Um, Okay, so this is how you'll actually do it. They say Aries adventurousness is what won you over in the first place. However, that spontaneity equals only responding when he feels like it. Oh, this is totally me already. This is exactly me, Sarah. He'll often write back things like, gotta check my shedge before he... (laughs) Which I could so see you doing. totally write that. (laughs) These words will often haunt a date for years. So he might be the slow ghost in the sense that he'll write you back, but it's always the kind of, ah, uh, let me check my shedge. That's called a sketch. first off. Or no one sketch. says my shedge. My sketch. So has that nailed you? Oh, my God. That's, that's how totally you what I do. I do. I do it. And, like, I'll be like, sorry, I'm really busy this week. Let me hit you up next week. And then I'll hit him up, like, two weeks later and be like, hey, sorry, life, it's busy. You know how it is. But, yeah, we should definitely grab a drink sometime. And then I'll just never con- – dude, that's what I do. I do the slow ghost. Here's a Taurus. Here's how he'll go ghost on you. The semi-secret admirer. Taurus loves reliability in his life, and he'll reliably make you feel like garbage by reminding you he's still around, just not interested. So more of the check-in, like, hey, how you doing? But never invite you to do anywhere, anything. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, and that's not me, though. Gemini, the slightly more friendly ghost, is uh, truly ghosting. He's not interested in actually doing that. He might respond, though, with things like... Uh, yeah, I've got a lot going on. But he'll always be friendly and pleasant about it with you. 
okay. miraculously making you the ghoster in the end as you save yourself from the monotony of the endless LOLs. That's actually genius. I should do that next time. LOL. Make them ghost me. Oh, my God. That's the word. Oh, God. I feel like I've dated a lot of Geminis. Um, I'll give you a couple more, and then I'll also put the link up on my Facebook page. Cancer, uh, he's the quarterly spook. At most, you'll hook up again, and then you'll have uh, have him disappear until next time. Like a groundhog of dating, his shadow magically appears during your worst dry spells, and then he's gone. So he basically is only looking for you at weak moments. Then he'll ghost you when things are good in your life, and then he's back when there's trouble. Okay, that's also a pretty good plan, too. I'm not going to lie. These are all great. Pl- Wait, these I, are all. These are all fantastic. <laughs> I should have been taking notes this entire time, I feel. Aquarius, that's me, the half-dead ghost. Uh, the free-floating, emotionally detached Aquarius is the equivalent of Slimmer from Ghostbusters. Slimer from Ghostbusters. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my God. Any morning follow-ups will be met with zero acknowledgement until next time. Ah, modern romance. They say mostly harmless but incredibly annoying as the only text you'll ever get from him are the ever-creative you up? Friday 2 a.m.ers. Oh. Oh, those are, yeah, okay. Sammy likes this list, though, so we'll put it up. Yeah, I'm totally down with this. Come see us tomorrow, Fairfax Corner, Nova Fashion Show. Follow us on social media and share the podcast, please. Please, please, please share it with a friend. We're taking over the universe. We want to bring you with us. And please, can you tell Sarah that I'm allowed to wear chokers at this thing? Chokers are so in. They're again in. This they year. are so in. They're so in. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.